This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Amy right here with Diddy TV, and we couldn't be more excited to have Tommy Simpson and Chip Roberts in the studio today. They formed the duo Cowboys in the Campfire, and uh, we want to know a little bit more about that, but I just want to tell you a little bit more about them. Uh, Tommy, as you guys well know, it has come uh, from a long history of a big musical career. <laughs> You've done a lot, right, I think? Yeah, I've done some things. You've done some things, yes. Some of them uh, were not good. So, you know, Replacements, Guns N' Roses, Soul Asylum, and among other projects that you worked on on your solo projects. And, Chip, I understand that you're a phenomenal guitar player. Um, George Thurgood once said that you were the, his favorite guitar player. Where did you get that information? I'm telling you. I'm Calton. D- I'm deep. I'm deep. <laughs> you really are. Okay. I dig deep. But anyway, so you guys have formed Cowboys in the Campfire, and I just want to hear a little bit about that, like, what what does why did you decide to do that to form a duo and and go on the road and and actually perform in some smaller venues it, it all it all started with with this painting that that ship had done he did a watercolor about yay big uh these you know two cowboy looking creatures in you know over campfire actually we still have the shirts we still have the, the first run of the shirts with the same logo on it if you really want to know um and the same the same um design and all that they're they're limited edition um but it started with that it started with, and i was i was touring a lot with guns and roses at the time and doing other things and we talked about at some point we're going to do this cowboys in the campfire thing right and we've, we've been writing together for 10 11 years something like that come on and um and and so and so and you still like each other barely <laughs> Unless we're out doing stuff like this, yeah, we get along pretty well. And so what happened was, we we got to a point a couple summers ago where it was uh, we had nothing going on. Like, so what do you want to do this summer? Like, I don't know. It must have been April or May when we even talked. I was like, let's get a van and let's go be cowboys in the campfire. It was really somewhat of a lark in a way. Um, and, uh, and we went down the East Coast. We went to like, um, we went, what we did, we didn't do New York. We did, um, we started in like Maryland or something and worked our way down through Richmond and all that. And we just had, a, we got a really good response from it. We, and we were just, it was just basically him and I in a van, some guitars and some stuff, um, and just playing songs and having a hoop. We really weren't sitting here going, we're going to conquer the earth. We're going to be rock stars now. We're going to be cowboys again. That's the, it was more like, yeah, let's go do it. And, just have, and we had a lot of fun. And people seemed to like it. And cut to now, they're not liking it as much. No, I'm kidding. Um, nah, but we, you know, we have fun with it. And so we, now we're going to make a record. Um, 
we're writing new songs and stuff. For That's it. what I was wondering. Are they are they new songs? Or are they uh, songs you'd previously written that were more for a full band that you're doing acoustically? Or what what is the nature of the songs? Some, you... some of them are stuff. Uh, some of it's a little bit of everything from my my catalog. But Chippy and I have written a bunch of things that are in that catalog that we do strip down. I play acoustic. He plays electric. You know, you'll see that. Um, but um, we have a kind of a running dialogue and a running musical thing that we kind of keep tapping into by mistake, happenstance, or, you know, boredom. <laughs> so what's, what's the audience like? I, I would think that they would really like to be able to just sort of see a stripped-down version of the music and be in a, a smaller venue, for example. Well, sadly for me, they like him a whole lot more. <laughs> Chip. No, 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 no. Hold You're on selling now. yourself short over there. No, no, I didn't. Say, I didn't say a thing yet. <laughs> yet. Uh, now it's they want to know everything about replacements and Guns and Roses, and I'm the last guy to talk to about it. They talk to me about it because I'm there and I have to play. But uh, <laughs> the, but we'll go there and there. You know these you know the autograph signings and T-shirt signings, record signings. Out of the thousand that he's signed since I've been with him, I think I've signed four. So. Well, maybe you need an elevator pitch. Well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't even know what that means, but either, it was but funny it. as shit. <laughs> it's like, here's the deal. I'm just going to tell you how it is. Yeah. That's awesome, though. So they, 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 they do like him, and we have, you know, we have We've been friends for so long, it's like, they, they pick up on that. I mean, they, they see, like, we're hanging out, just being two like, dudes playing guitars, like, goofing off. Which, it's not all just shenanigans. I mean, we play songs, we write songs seriously, and we're doing a thing, and we're going to make a record and do all the stuff that we want to do, because we can. After all these years, I can do any fucking thing I want, Really. If I wanted to become a rocket scientist, that might be a little far, a be, bit of a far stre- stretch. You might be stretching it there. Might be kind of hard. But, you Astronaut. know. Astronaut. They might, like a monkey <laughs> in a cage, they might want to fly me up there. I mean, it might be. I think I'd be claustrophobic. Be, I'd, I'd rather take the monkey's place, in fact. Let's see if I came back. Yeah. So, mu- musically speaking, you, did, when, did you intend to make an album when you went out and, and started touring with Cowboys in the Campfire? Or are you just thinking, hey, let's just go have fun? That was the original yeah. thought. Plan, yeah. But now, now you're out there and you, and you think, hey, there, there could be an album that supports this. There are people coming to see us and they, they're saying, yeah. where can I get the album? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's inevitable. We've been having fun doing it. It, the, the, it was, the first one was kind of a test run. It was a test run to see if we could stand each other <laughs> for a particular amount of time together, you know, and actually want to keep doing it. Um, well, and that, but, uh, you're not seeing them right now, but the I cowboy hat gotten, thing was awesome. We've gotten past that point now, and I think uh, I think we're going to do, we're gonna do some more. Except for traveling in the van. Yes, what's that like? Well, Are you the driver, Chip? I'm the, I, I drive, he doesn't have a license, ne- has never driven. Uh, never been driven. And then it's, <laughs> and he's so cheap, it's like, let's go get lunch. We stop at a gas station and... Oh, Chip, they've got your pork rinds. <laughs> I like pork rinds. I do, too. <laughs> that last What's batch you had, rinds? dude, that, they smelt, that just smelt like old socks. Oh, man, it was, was really... Where's some, some of my feet, man? 
Come on. What about a Slim Jim? Anyone in for a Slim Jim? Yeah, I can't, I can't really do those. No. Yeah, I'm trying to. Eat, I try to eat healthy as the best you can. I mean, the best you can with the with the where you're at. We've been south of the Mason Dixon now for about two weeks. We've 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 had some you know some long places in between cities. You know, and you know you look you, when you can get cell service, you look for the best you know food you can get. Just a thing. So also in the in the last year, you put out an album with uh, the other project um, band Fashion Pop. Yep. Yep. Um, anything could happen. He and I penned that one together. He still hates me for it, but whatever. And what were the songs about? It, that was a little bit different music. It was full band, right? Yeah. And more pop uh, songs that were dealing with what? The past or what were the songs well, about? Well, you know, I, I don't write so poignant to any one experience in life. I don't. I, um, I, I try to I, I mix it up. You know, take a little bit from 10 years ago and put it with today and this person and that person, these kinds of things. Cause keep it interesting. Cause I think it, in, it includes more people that way. Right. You sit there and write about poor fucking me and my fucking disastrous life and whatever the fuck. You end up sounding really trite and just sort of like, okay, who are you? So I try to include everyone in their miserable lives as well. And, you know, you do it because there's a couple of songs you preface with if, any, if anybody's ever been married and divorced, you're going to get this song. Yeah. And it's... And it includes run, both, both sides of defense. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, no, there's neither right nor wrong, but it's so funny because uh, we'll do four or five songs in a row that are just... So, they could be up-tempo, but they are really <laughs> depressing. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. If you actually listen to the lyrics. Oh, Yeah. And since that's so, so then some bit. people are there's this juxtaposition between then the music that's say upbeat and poppy, and then the lyrics that are a little heavier. Well, the music can be upbeat. Well, then now we're going downhill again here. Yeah, that last one was you're killing me. Yeah, that's, that's not the name of it. But it I know it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark bit. Um, we'll play the song in a while, but Chip had told me this story about this particular event where you know. Um, this man was dating this woman, and you know they were dating they were for a while. Elderly. They were elderly. Couple. They were elderly, and then the dad, the dude, decided to start dating the daughter of the woman and ditched the mother. And that's terrible. It's terrible. And then the daughter drank herself to death. Literally, true wow. story. Wow. This doesn't come from anywhere other than Chip. And I don't know if he made the whole fucking thing up, but we wrote a song about it. You never know <laughs> this guy. But, um, no, you know, it, it was it was a compelling story, and we. Um, was there a moral to this story? Um, the moral to the story is, is uh, get ready for life because here it comes, and anything, anything could. Well, look at this. Yeah, that yeah, almost went you, there. Look at you. You almost. I went almost there. went Come there. Come on, <laughs> Chippy. Come on. Um, no, there's there's no real moral to it except God. How would that feel? Like? Yeah. Yeah, that would terrible. Of all the terrible shit I've done or been into, I mean that story's pretty much. It's pretty you know, pretty right up there at the top way of betrayal. The it's like it's got me beat by a lot, and not that that's saying a lot. I'm not like a terrible person, but I have you know we all have make mistakes and all that stuff in life and love and all that shit, but. Um, when you think about that, that's that whole thing. It was like, Jesus, really, that happened? Yeah, we all saw her.
well, you, you know. And Bash and Pop, the name of the band, that came from a, a radio contest in yeah. New York. What was yeah. what was that all about? My buddy Matt Cord um, um, used to work for a radio station in um, Long Island, New York, in the '80s, called um, LIR, WLIR, I think. Um, and it was sort of a you know alternate, like an alternative station or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they called it back then. I just know it was the only place that played us, the replacements. And I went and interviewed with him and we became fast friends. And then cut to the replacement breakup and and Warner Brothers just picked up the option to put up my record and all this stuff. And and I um, I reached out to him, let's do a contest to figure what to name my band. I don't know. I don't I want to be a band. I don't want to be like Tommy Stinson's solo shit. I mean, I've never really liked that idea to begin with, but whatever. And and so we had a contest, and and someone called in with this idea, and you know. Oh, this is it. Yeah. This is the name. And we're like, okay, cool. That's it. So anything could happen. Uh, with it, wait, it, actually, wait. Hold on. Where did Matt come up with it? We had a contest, and I don't think we might not have come up with a name from it. He might have just named it. I'll have to get back to you on that, to be honest with you. Because I was curious. It was a long time ago. Yeah. A lot of things have happened. Well, and, and so um, Anything Could Happen was recorded on uh, with Fat Possum, is that yeah. correct? And yeah. Luther Dickinson yep. did some tracks on it. We love Luther. He's, you got he's Luther, one of our favorites. You got Steve Selvage, yeah. you got Chip, you got Cat Popper. Um, Shit, the only one that didn't make it on there was Cody. <laughs> um, surprisingly. Um, what else on and it? you had a, uh, your drummer was um, Frank Ferrer, Frank who Ferrer, played yeah. in Guns N' Roses. Well he, well, he played about a third of the record. The other part was done with Joe Kidd from the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Um, who else was on the damn? Justin Perkins. He produced or he mixed it. And played bass on the last stuff. God, there's a couple other people I'm leaving out. Tony Corraldo played the keys. Um, How long did it take to make? Well, here's the thing. Um, I've been writing these songs with Chip and you know by myself and whatever up you know up in Hudson, New York, at, at the end of you know the replacements and Guns N' Roses stuff like that. And so I started having people come up for the weekend in my my house, my home studio, and all that stuff. We record for just you know. For three days, I'd put everyone up in the house. We'd just have like a fun time. It was like, let's just do three takes of each song and like see if we get somewhere. And we it started to turn into like a kind of a good process. Not so much just because of the players. They were all great players, mind you. But it started to feel like this is the way these songs should roll out. This is what because it, it put me in a position where I could just play and sing and not have to like you know, like my solo records. They were very um, time consuming and sort of a pain in the ass to be honest with you because I didn't have a band right. I'd have to kind of piecemeal it together you know and I liked a lot of stuff on those solo records there, there, there's good stuff on that I think um, if I do say so myself wow, is there more energy with the band just it is a total it's a total different experience and, and not only that it's just more a different thing when you do it live when you mm -hmm. do it live and you got three takes you know if I don't get it in these three takes that's it and then you maybe you back burner the song for a while until you can actually get it in three takes. It's kind of an old school way of doing it, which I think works for me now. Um, having made a lot of, like the replacement started to 
you know, put too much thought into stuff in the end of our, you know, run there. Like, Don't Tell a Soul really just was, oh my God, painstakingly, just too much time put into sure. songs that could have been done in three takes and probably would have either turned out as well or, you know, maybe with more energy to them. It's, a, it's all about energy and vibe and the whole thing. And so that's what recording live is. I'm going back to that. I'm not doing, I'm not the Pro Tools cutting, pasting, all this crap like that. Like, I'm tired of doing all that crap. Rather do it in three takes with the band. If we don't get it, move on. Try it again next week. Try it next year. Whatever. I think, you're, I think sometimes, too, you're more, more creative and when you're all playing together, when you're playing a, you know, a single track, then they're isolating it and they're like, dude, yeah. you, you made a mistake on that one chord. Yeah. And that just takes away a lot of the fun with the whole well, process. Well, I mean, a lot, a lot of people, everyone's gotten used to now, like, oh, I screwed up that one part, I'll just overdub that one bit and it'll be good. It's like, well, no. I'd rather capture a take and, and keep the bad note. I mean, I, I really, I mean, I really, if it's a really good take, that's, that's the thing that, that is important to me. It's you the, gotta the vibe. Tell, you gotta tell her about that new tune. <laughs> it just completely falls apart at the end. But the energy is so strong. It's like, yeah. and mistakes, attitude, uh, out of meter, it's not yeah. working, works perfectly for this song. Yeah, and, there's, and, there, and there are those songs. There is like, you know, there's songs that, that take work, and, and, and you gotta kinda work at them to, to make them feel like they, you want them to. But there's some that like, we got this song called We Ain't. That's what that, I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. That they used to start talking about it. it we just, ain't what? It just, it just, it just, we ain't. We just, we ain't. And we did like only two passes of it, I think. And no, we did three passes of it. And the third pass was like just kind of helter skelter. And it's like, that's the song. That's the way that's supposed to sound. And the songs kind of will always dictate where they're supposed to go. I mean, just, you know. If you if you if you're doing the if you're doing it right, the songs will tell you. You can't tell the songs where to go. I think. You guys put out a um, a single right with. Uh, when Nicole late, Atkins. Yeah, Nicole Atkins. Yeah. Late late night or late. Um, too late. Too late. Too late. Saturday. Too late. Too late. Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Yeah. <laughs> late Saturday morning. It works as a single. Too late. Um, yeah. Um, what was it like working with Nicole? Jeez fucking fantastic um incredible she, vocalist she, she i i watched i watched my band bash about when you had loved this he wasn't there for this um it, it was my, my guys i'm like you guys check it out we had these two songs we're gonna let nicole produce these songs because i don't want to produce them i want to just play and sing and you guys play and sing but she's gonna take the helm and like we're gonna have her do this because i love her to death she's one of my favorite people and a really great singer songwriter and, and everything else so we go in there and I'm watching I'm watching her, she's directing everyone. She's got Steve over here doing this and he's looking up and like and I and he, she's got Joe Kidd back here doing this thing. He's like yeah. <laughs> and, and, and and I'm just sitting in the closet just going, <laughs> Okay, one, two, ain't it too bad <laughs> And they're just sitting there just sucking it up and it was great because um like I said, I didn't want to I was I I I recorded too late probably ten different versions of it that none of them were right. They just weren't they weren't hitting where they're supposed to be hitting and 
what she did to that song is beautiful to me, and it and it and it works really well, I think. And it worked to me anyway. I don't, the rest of the world don't fucking like it too bad, but um, and she did the same with, with Saturday, and she she took it in, spit it out, <clears throat> got everyone to go along with the program, and then at the end of the day, so she was producing it. Yeah. As well? okay. Oh, totally. No, no. She and I put, I gave her the task, and the band's going, what, what? what? And at the end of the day, they're all like, that sounds fucking great. And it does, I mean, to us, I mean, the guys in the band, I mean, I don't know if even, I don't know what he thought of that, but we never talked about it. But I, I think it worked really great. And um, it's a testament to her, her uh, you know, her musicality. I mean, she's, she's, she's brilliant. And she knows a lot of things, and she's studied a lot of things, and she's a great singer and all this stuff. But just what she did for those songs, I think she's a great producer, you know. It was subtle, but it was right there, I think. So what's next for you guys? One thing, one thing I love about what you're doing is you have all these different projects, so creatively, it depends on where you want to go and take it, but it sounds like you're having fun with, it, with uh, all the different projects. We get to do whatever the hell we want, and that's kind of... Well, we got new hats. I love the hats. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> you have to tell me where you got it. After after all this, every right. truck stop between here and Austin, <laughs> south of the border. Yeah. No. Well, no, they're actually they're like a. Um, and we have new jackets. Mount Pleasant. But that's that's not to answer your question. That's so an right? apparel thing, yeah. right? Right. No. Well, for this time, but we're done. We're trying to we're, we're trying to work on the showbiz aspect of the sure. cowboys and the campfire yeah. thing. We've got kind of matching shirts, but kind of not. There's something going on here we're kind of investigating, kind of working on. Hopefully we'll figure it out. And so we should expect um, some sort of CD or album out in the next We're going to put some songs out and some stuff out. I, I tend to think that um, we'll probably put out some singles and an EP and maybe by the end of the year put a full-length, you know, vinyl record out. I don't think people buy CDs or a, or a full-length records so much anymore, so we're going to work within those realms and those uh, new ideas, kids. What do we do? What do we do? Awesome. Well, yeah. can't wait to hear you play in a little bit. It's going to yep. be awesome, and just want to thank you for stopping by the studio and having a chat with us.